Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of A Trophy Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Rathbun, here in Atlanta, hoping that you and yours are safe and well as we now turn the calendar into the month of July. Uh, We're going to begin with our news and notes, but first, our Trophy Life Podcast this week is presented by Warner the number one pro ladder and title sponsor of the Warner Ladder Naismith Coach of the Year Awards. WarnerCo.com for more information. The big news in college athletics over the past week, and certainly college basketball, was the announcement that John Swafford, the longest tenured commissioner in the 67-year history of the Atlantic Coast Conference, announced that this athletic year will be his last after serving as commissioner for 24 years. Some say saved the Atlantic Coast Conference when he initiated all the expansion that was generally sparked by football, but of course impacted one of the greatest college basketball leagues of all time. They expanded from 9 to 15 members, Miami, Virginia Tech, Uh, Florida State was in on it early on the expansion. Boston College, Pitt, Syracuse, Notre Dame, Louisville, all joining the Atlantic Coast Conference, a league now that spans the entire eastern seaboard and really has uh, been remarkable in its growth under Commissioner Swafford. But John has announced that this will be his last year, and we thank him for all he has done for us and for college basketball. Our interview guest this week is our Jersey Mike's National Girls High School Coach of the Year. A thrill to be chatting with Terry Bamford out in San Diego, California. She's the head coach at La Jolla Country Day School, and success is her middle name. What a remarkable career. And she talks a little bit this week about this particular season. They were on a roll. One of her very best teams, 30-1, and and on their way they were thinking – to a California State Championship when, of course, the pandemic interrupted the season. But she's delightful. She's got a lot of great stories to tell. So here's our chat with another award winner, Terry Bamford, from the La Jolla Country Day School in San Diego. Joining us from San Diego, California, is our Jersey Mike's National High School Girls Coach of the Year for 2020. Please welcome Terry Bamford to the podcast. Terry, how are you? Doing great. Thank you for having me on as a guest. Well, we're thrilled, and congratulations from all of us on winning your award. First and foremost, how are you? How's your family? How's everyone holding up during the pandemic? So we're lucky. We are healthy. We are happy. Um, You know, it was a big change for, I think, everybody just to get acclimated, staying in, and um, but just waiting for the day we can get back into the gym. Aren't we all? Goodness. Let's talk about your background a little bit to bring our listeners up to date. Uh, you've been at this coaching game a long time, but I want to go back before that. Tell us where you grew up and how you got involved in this crazy game. Um, well, I grew up in San Diego, um, went to San Francisco High School, and then uh, played college at UC Irvine. Um, after I finished there, I stayed on um, as a volunteer coach at UC Irvine where I started. Um, and then I did junior college for a couple years, um, and then I went to the high school level. Um, I had a son. I thought, okay, I'm done coaching. You know, he was, he was one, starting to walk, running around. I can't keep my eyes on him, you know. <laughs> and uh, so t- took a step away for, for a year, but then the, they called me back and said, can you just coach this summer? Um, and I had coached um, Mark Marcus's daughter, who was assistant headmaster at La Jolla Country Day School at San Pasquale. And um, a, a coaching and teaching job came open there at La Jolla Country Day School. And he said, I think you'd be great. Apply. So I applied, um, got it, and been there 22 years. Wow. 
and what great success that you've had, including this past season. Uh, but bring again, bring us up to date on what happened as the season shut down because you guys were rolling 30 and one you're coming off another san diego section title and and ready to go and make another run at a state championship yeah this was just a really special year and a special team and um you know we were enjoying like every minute um and after winning that regional championship um against winward was a very very good team um you know, our aspirations were to go to the state up to Sacramento and win our first open division state championship. Um, and we were scheduled to play Archbishop Mitty, who we had played earlier in the season at the Nike TOC. Um, we won that one. But, you know, state championship game is a whole different different, um, different game. Um, and so we're ready to leave on Friday, but Thursday at like 12 noon, 11 o'clock, um, they canceled all state championship games. Mm. How many seniors did you have on your team? Uh, four seniors. Um, I mean, coming to that abrupt of an end where you're not, you know, you realize like, wow, not only we're not going to play the state championship game, but I'm not going to practice with these guys ever again. You know, I'm not going to be able to be around them. I'm not going to have some, you know, final words. Um, so it was tough, but we, we kind of all met. We went into our little locker room. We bought some food. We had a lot of tears. We shared a lot of memories. And then that was on that Thursday. Um, and then Friday, the school shut down. So, um, you know, we've had some Zoom meetings. Um, you know, we've reached out. Um, but we haven't even actually had our chance to do our banquet yet. So, <laughs> Gosh. Well, you know, this is the, the what the pandemic does in terms of leadership. Uh, we all look to our head coach, you know, as someone who has all the answers. And in the middle of this, nobody has any answers. And you're trying to lead young people. Uh, this has been challenging times, I think, for all coaches, has it not? Yes, very challenging, yeah. Um, you know, for me, the season was, was I mean, it's the best season of my life with, with this group of kids. You know, they understood, you know, they were unselfish. They didn't care who scored the points, you know. And so when, when it ended like, like that, you know, my, my brain always goes into positive, you know, like, okay, we don't get to play the game, which is, I mean, it was devastating, actually. Um, but there was a lot of great, great things that we accomplished, great memories that we had, you know. And so in our last little meeting, we went around the room. And, you know, whether it be a fun time or a special memory or whatever it was, we kind of all shared. Um, I think that's what it's about, you know. You, you can win games, but um, it's the process and, and, you know, the experience that you have that, that you remember that counts the most, you know. Right. And this is a program, uh, Terry, that uh, for those who are not familiar is just one of the elite programs in the country. Um, some of the talent that have, has come through this school uh, in the women's game has been amazing. And, and you know, Candace Wiggins right at the top of that list and Kelsey Plum. And, I mean, these are great, great players. And Candace, I know, has in, in the subsequent years has come back and, and holding camps, et cetera. So the connection is very strong. Yeah, I, I've been super blessed to have these kind of kids um, in my program and for me to, to be part of their special journey. Um, I think building relationships um, is, is like the most important thing in what we do in helping, you know, our student athletes um, for their next step in their career. 
Um, and still to this day, I remain close to Candace, to Kelsey, you know, to all my former players. Um, Latoya Cunningham is actually coaching with me in my program. She graduated 2006, played at Miami, and played overseas, you know, as a pro. Um, but um, just just to have those, you know, kids come back and give back. And I think, you know, they talk to the you – know, we, we have our McDonald's All-American that was um, Candace Wiggins on the wall in our gym. Um, and she had a big banner, and, and Kelsey came in as a freshman, like, Coach, how do I get one of those? <laughs> I said, well, it's going to be a lot of hard work, kid, if that's what you want to do, you know. But she, you know, that was motivated her. And now not only she's a McDonald's All-American, but she was a Naismith uh, winner, as as Candace was. Um, and then Tahina Pow Pow, she came in, and um, she's in Oregon this year, um, and she is very, very special. And you know, when she was 10 years old, I, I shook her hand because she played on my 16U team at 10 years old. And, wow. Um, we, were, we were eating in um, Red Robin after one of our tournaments, and I, I shook her hand. And I said, take a picture of this. You're going to be my next McDonald's All-American. She had no idea what that was, right? But then as she <laughs> evolved and went to high school, and she, she was a McDonald's All-American this year, and, uh, I mean, Gatorade Player of the Year, just just super special. So I think – and, and she, she had the ability to meet, Kelsey, be mentored by Kelsey, and then, you know, Candace helps Kelsey. So I think just the relationships and those kids talking to each other, um, I mean, all of them had the one common factor was competitiveness and then a work ethic that was just off the chart, you know. Mm -hmm. How is Kelsey getting along, by the way, since she's suffered that injury? You know, she's actually doing really well. Um, She toured, I mean, I think that if, if it's a year uh, that you have to suffer any, any injury, right, the the Olympics were postponed for a year. She, she made that three-on-three team and was hoping for the five-on-five. And, um, you know, with the shortened season with the WNBA and everything that's going on, I mean, her surgery went great. She's rehabbing mentally. She's in a great place. Um, you know, and, and a kid like her, she's going to come back with vengeance. She'll, be, she'll come back strong and healthy. She was in tip-top shape. So, um, you know, she's doing great. She's doing great. And, and I think, you know, her comeback will be even better. So you got the coaching bug, Terry, and uh, they ask you to to pick up the reins and and start this journey of coaching. Who influenced you the most, do you think, when you look back on all the years and and getting started, and then who influences you to this day? Um, You know, when I first started out, I just, I loved the game. Um, So when I finished college, you know, I wasn't done with the game. So I stayed on coaching. I really, really enjoyed that a lot. Um, then when I got the head job at um, Country Day, I went to Pat Summit's. Um, I worked one of her camps and then went to one of her coaching clinics. It was in um, Philadelphia um, and her daily dozen and, um, you know, watched her and, you know, her big thing, you know, how are we going to beat people? We're going to outwork them. And um, I think, just as far as the leadership part of the game, I think, you know, reading her, following her, um, going to clinics, I mean, I think she had an influence on just the kind of coach that I wanted to be. Um, and and today, you know, I, I just look at, I think that in coaching the X's and O's, you, you have to know them, you have to be able to coach them, but, but leadership and motivation and how to get the best out of your players, um, I think is a key in, in putting a great, team together and having them understand their roles and and what they can personally give to a team and then bringing that all together. Um, 
So, you know, constantly, you know, focusing on, on my leadership. And Robert Grasso, he works at La Jolla Country Day School, and he actually passionate about leadership. He teaches a leadership courses to all our student athletes um, each, each season before our season starts. Um, and so I think, I think from the X's and O's points um, and then from leadership, uh, just being able to motivate and, and help players uh, become the best they can be as leaders. What are some of the big leadership lessons that you've learned over these years? You've been the head coach since 1997. Yeah. I mean, I think um, one, you know, winning, I love to win. I love to compete, but the experience that the high school kids have is going to be the most important. So how do we, how do we get to the elite level and still enjoy what we're doing? Um, It's kind of where I've grown a lot. Um, and I think from the beginning till now that um, you, you cannot coach each player the same. Um, you know, they have different personalities. They respond to different things. You know, our expectations as a team is going to be, we, you know, attitude, effort. We're going to put that, you know, we're going to outwork everybody. We're going to hold our, each other accountable. But, you know, just how you motivate a person and, and what you expect from them and, and um, kind of bringing them along. Um, I think I think is the biggest growth um, in my coaching experiences um, over the years. Who were your favorite players growing up? Geez, I was a Laker fan, you know. <laughs> Who in Southern California isn't? No, yeah, WNBA. <laughs> so you know that was really fun. You know, watching Magic and those guys. Um, Jason Kidd was a really fun player for me to to watch. Probably one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, that that era that was that was that was who I I was focusing on. You know, I think of the Showtime Lakers and Michael Cooper is a dear friend, um, coached here in Atlanta uh, with Dream in the WNBA, and of course, coached the Sparks uh, to championships with Lisa Leslie, et cetera. And I think of Michael and what he's meant to the to the women's games, and somebody that you know Laker fans remember, you know, for the Showtime Lakers, et cetera, et cetera. But on the women's side, uh, a true leader and uh, outstanding coach in his own right. Yes, yes. I mean, I know he, he was at USC, um, you know, mm-hmm. that too, but, yeah, he's, he's been a mentor and a leader um, on the women's side um, for sure. Well, Terry, we have so enjoyed our conversation. And, uh, again, we salute you. Congratulations on a wonderful career that isn't even close to being finished. Many more winning chapters to write. And we just can't wait till we can see in person and, and do this the right way uh, and hand over that uh, great plaque uh, for our Jersey Mike's National Coach of the Year. We're so proud of you and proud of your teams and your school and, and everything that you've done. So from all of us here in Atlanta, uh, all the way across to San Diego, we, we send our congratulations and thanks for spending a little time with us. Bob, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Terry, thank you so much and a pleasure to chat with you earlier today. Our podcast this week has been brought to you by Warner. Hey, who doesn't need a ladder? Check it out, warnerco.com, the number one pro ladder, and our title sponsor of the Warner Ladder, Naismith Coach of the Year Awards. That will do it for this week. Coming up next week, we're going to revisit a very special time in our history, our award ceremonies around our golf tournament. And a couple of years back, we honored a great broadcaster in Vern Lundquist of CBS, and he told some stories at our Sunday night get-together prior to the golf tournament. And we're going to go back and relive that with you next week. And uh, make sure you tune in for that one because that is going to be a, a special conversation. Vern was tremendous. The stories are great. It'll be a great listen back. So that's coming up next week. But for this week, 
This is Bob Rathman thanking you for joining us, thanking you for downloading us. Please leave a review and rate us. That helps us get the word out. And we'll see you next week right here on a Trophy Life podcast. From Atlanta, so long.